year what is going on everybody we back Hi guys. another episode of from my experience podcast i'm your host rob biff is her today Hi guys, I missed you all. Um, also, the forewarning: you may or may not hear children in the background. My children are running around. Oh, yeah, it's outside, and it was hot earlier today, so they couldn't really be outside like that. So now they got time to be outside. So some people need to hear the joy and the sound of beautiful children running around right now. They ain't doing nothing but arguing with each other about who won what race. And you say what? Oh yeah. <laughs> You know how it is with your siblings. Mm-hmm. We're going to help save y'all relationships today. We're going to talk about, maybe, we're going to talk about what well, the first subject is, how do you vent when you're, when you're in a relationship, when there are problems or issues? Okay, when you say vent, are we, am I supposed to be venting to somebody to hear my problem, or am I supposed to be venting an issue to my partner? Like which venting am I doing? Because oh, when you when the issue is with your partner. Okay, how do I communicate with my partner? No, how do you vent when you're angry? I guess when you're angry, upset, or you're feeling the oh, way. Oh, when they, well, when he pissed me off, what do I do? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> y'all okay. love how you just took my eloquent <laughs> statement and <laughs> when he pissed me off. Yeah, when they piss you off. When you don't want to go off on them, you know what I'm saying? When you need to calm yourself, um, when you need to reset. Um, sometimes I may may not use some uh, trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally I find a book. I like reading. I find stuff that calms me down. I like to. I tend to isolate myself. You look like you read. Yeah, I like to read. I isolate myself, or I find something on YouTube that I find interesting, or I know it's calming, like band music and stuff. Mm-hmm. I listen to music or find something, but um, I used to I used to be real bad about it. I used to be on social media, real bad about that. Oh, till I did find I did get in a relationship with somebody who absolutely hated it. Like they loathe social media, and I didn't learn my lesson until it was too late with that person. But yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't get on social media venting about what your partner does. It's okay to throw shots every blue moon because shit happens. You know, but I'm not talking about them long, drawn out paragraphs where I gotta press read more because I'm gonna press it and finish reading what the fuck you said. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about them statuses with 102 comments with people telling you y'all gonna get together, y'all know y'all gonna be all right. You know, I don't. I no, none of that. Yeah, you gotta be careful because you you're unintentionally inviting people into your relationship. Yeah, you can be. That. It just be something simple as people crazy. That's why I feel and bad for so many celebrities because I know there's, you know, they're people too. And I know some of those people want to be in love and want these fulfilling relationships. But it's like the, the people make the breakup so nasty. Like, I ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for lame niggas. Like, they just say such shady stuff. When I see that, it makes me wonder, did you even like me at all? Like, right. <laughs> for you to just, unless, like, like, unless you, the breakup is on, like, some serious, crazy, you know, off the wall shit that warrants you to, like, react that way i think i seen the status the other day it was like sometimes that's the way y'all react when y'all break up y'all seem way too happy like was you even happy in a relationship probably not probably not you just waiting on that moment to break up like yeah i did that one time when i got broke up with i'm not gonna rehash that and my friend told me to take it down and i did because she was like you never know y'all might end up working it out once you put it out there other people see it and it makes it worse yeah. 
Yeah. Um, someone I went to high school with said that about his wife, and I messaged him the same thing. I was like, look, I know I ain't talked to you since high school, but I was like, bro, like that's that's still your wife for now. And I was like, you don't want other people to see this and pass judgment on her because what if y'all work it out? You know what I'm saying? She's going to remember that, you know? So yeah. even though you, you were done wrong, you know, they got to live with that, you know, everyone knowing they quote-unquote business or whatever. But, yeah, I think that's I think people need to be a bit more graceful with that because it's like, what is the point of you curving someone, you know, celebrity-wise? What is, what's the point of you curving them pu- so hard publicly? People still going to get at them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if it's that serious, y'all both need to say, hey, we're single. We're no longer together. Like, no need to trash each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. I don't get the whole point of trashing somebody because then it's like, you trash this person, but then I'm like, you fuck this person. You lay with this person. You love this person. You might have even procreated with this person. So they must not have been all this too motherfucking bad that you're telling me. Exactly. And then you people grow and mature and change. You might come to right. realize, dang, you know I what I'm mean, saying? I mean, I know in certain circumstances that, you know, people can't prevent. And, yeah, stuff does happen. But very rarely, very rarely does that happen. You sat there and you were with this person in a full-blown-ass relationship. Just say you happy to be out of a relationship, but you ain't got to go trash the other person. Yeah. I think when I vent... um. <clears throat> One, I have a blog that I write on. I'll I'll put the link in the description. I have a blog. It's not really an anger thing. I just vent, period, on my blog, talk about things. Um, Video games is one. I'll play a racing game or some kind of shooting game. No, I don't want to kill or shoot or harm anyone. But it's just a release. Um, Mm -hmm. Video games. I'll take a drive. That's my main one. Like I'll take a drive somewhere, just... Let the windows down and just park and get some fresh air. That's another one. Um, I try to stay away from, like, drinking and that kind of stuff because I'm like, you're doing harm to yourself. But that's typically what I'll do. I'll just do more physical things or just some reflection type stuff. I'm not a big smoker or none of that. So that's what I tend to do. But we want to encourage y'all to do the same thing, man. Like, when you need to vent... Like, go find a healthy way to vent. Like Biff said, read, play video games, take a walk, take a drive. Um, And those of you who are in relationships, give that person that time. Give them that space. Like, they say, yo, I just need to think. Like, don't force the conversation right at that moment. They might not be ready to have the conversation. So, I think that's a a thing of mutual respect and kindness y'all should give each other. So, okay, but leading into that one though, what do you do when you're in the doghouse? <laughs> I've never been in the doghouse because I'm awesome. So oh shit, shit, shit! Um, I go there. I get there at least once. Uh, every relationship. I've been, actually I lie. I have been in the doghouse. I don't care one, how small it is, Biff. No, I, I, even there's in, one time I can think of. I was definitely in the doghouse. Um, it didn't end well. I uh, I was venting to a friend, one of my homegirls on the phone. That's another way I vent. I talked to a close friend, someone whose yeah. situation is similar. So, like, I'm not going to vent to a single friend. I'm going to vent to a friend that's married or that's in a relationship so they can give me some perspective instead of being a yes man or yes woman. Yeah, and or me leave them. Yeah, leave them. But I was venting to a friend, and she was eavesdropping. And... She brought it up later when we were talking about something else and we we're kind of getting into it a little bit. Why are you talking about me to your friends? And I'm like, oh, wow. So you listening to the conversations now. 
So I was like, yeah. And then I told her, I was like, I can't talk to you because you think you know everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I guess I was in a doghouse, but I, I'm very big on accepted responsibility. Like when I fuck up, I know I fuck up and I have no issue with apologizing sincerely. And that's all I can do. After that, I keep it moving. I'm not, I'm not the big kiss your ass and all these big gesture things. So I've never really been in a position where I fucked up so bad, like cheating or anything major that I felt like I needed to quote unquote make it up to them. But I just try to do better the next time. You know what I'm saying? I just try to move forward the next time. I don't ignore what happened. Um, I may bring up a conversation with them maybe after a week or two just to say, hey, how we doing? How we feeling? Are you still upset? Is there anything else you need to talk with me about? Like, just let me know how you're still feeling about that situation. Because what I don't want to do is look like a damn fool. I don't want to jump through these hoops to get back in your good graces and you still mad at me for seven damn months. I'm not doing all that shit. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. If if you if you are going to get out of the doghouse and do right and make sure you're not being drugged in the mud either. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, you're going to be forgiven overnight because ain't no shit going to be repaired overnight that we know that happens. But for you two to be mature and you say you both want to move past it and move on and move together or move apart, then... You need to do that. But to be drug along, don't let anybody drag you along because you're worth more than that. There's not enough, there's not that much hurt and sorrow in the world for somebody to be drug along. And don't subject yourself to the motherfucking abuse either because that does not equal love. It does. Because <laughs> if they genuinely loved you, they wouldn't drag your ass through the mud to prove a point. Yeah. You have, and you have to decide, you know, depending on the severity of the situation and how well you know the person. You know, you know the severity of what you did pretty much and how much you're going to need to do. You know, like, if you, like you know, a lot, a lot of guys, I know the worst thing is cheating. You know, cheating on your girl, cheating on your wife. And those guys talk about how it took them years. But, you know, you're trying to save a marriage. You know what I'm saying? You're really trying to save the relationship. So, um, but it's also, you know, the sh putting the shoe on the other foot. Nobody wants to be reminded of something that they did that they're ashamed of, they're not proud of. Nobody wants to be reminded of that every day, every week. Yes, I made you feel insecure and I screwed up, but you have to also have to give me a chance. Well, you don't, but if you're going to give me the chance to make it up to you, you also have to give me the time to make it up to you as well. And you got to be mindful that I still have feelings too. It's not, that doesn't give you the excuse to talk trash about me or put me down about it. You know, yeah. once we once it's happened and we've hashed it out, I don't want to hear about it. You know, five months later, well, you cheated. If you wouldn't have cheated on me, I wouldn't Ooh, be suspicious. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big one. I don't want be done with it. Both be done with it. If yeah. you want to be done with it, be done with it. Yeah, I mean, due time, definitely be done with it and leave it in the past. Leave that shit because people get tired of that, man. Nobody wants to keep hearing about that shit. Ooh. <laughs> all right um, but anyways actually to actually answer the actual question um it, it, i think it depends on your love language your apology language as well my yeah. apology language is almost the same as my love language so words and gifts basically i try to just go by action um i don't know what my apology i mean yeah that is. too i, I think i that. I try to do that but i try to tune that to where that becomes just me period so i don't feel like i guess that's Oh, yeah. Actions always count. Actions is the biggest marker. But I subconsciously be like, okay, 
Because I'm a gift giver regardless. So if I'm sorry, I'm like, what can I give you that'll make you happy? Right. For me, I need to see a change in behavior. I need to see a change in actions and change in behaviors. Because that, I mean, that was the problem. Typically, the problem comes from something you did, something you said. So I need to see a difference. If I don't see a difference, then to me, that means you don't, you don't really, you didn't mean that apology. You don't care. That's what it says to me. It says, I don't care. I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. And at that point, I got to take matters into my own hands and and make the change. Because that's what I've told all of my girlfriends, actually. I'm like, when it comes down to discussions and like an issue or problem that I have and you apologize and you say you're going to do different and I have to keep having the same conversation, I'm no longer going to leave it up to you to make the change. I'll make the change. I'll do something. I'm going to do something differently this time. And you're probably not going to like what I'm going to do. But once I give you the opportunity, (laughs) if you don't do it, then I got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to keep depending on you. And if you don't like my change, then I'm be like, well, I mean, you had multiple chances to do X, Y, Z. So now I'm going to act different. I need to act different because I got to protect my feelings. Because that's basically what you're doing. It's like you're giving them an opportunity to change their behavior and their actions to protect your feelings and how you feel and show them and give them an opportunity to show you that they care and respect your thoughts and feelings. So when they don't do that, it's like, okay, well, hold on. If you're going to keep trying to right. play me, let me, I got to protect myself. I got to put another barrier up or I got to step back and reevaluate things. So. Relationships is crazy, y'all. But it worked if both of y'all are willing to work the correct way, the healthy way. That is true. Um, and it feels good to have someone that has your back. Yeah, you know, so even through your downs and your oopsies and your whoopsies. Yes, nothing like it at all. <laughs> now, Biff, I've been a huge couch potato lately, and I actually have been enjoying it. I've been watching some great TV and catching up on some great shows. What's your favorite part about being a couch potato, Biff? <laughs> Biff is having a um, lot of, is having a lot of SEX, y'all. Um, but no. Besides that, I just I've been better at getting the tune with my business, learning how to run my business better. I finally got my Facebook page on. If you guys want to look it up, it's Leo's with L E O apostrophe S space Moon. Um, finally got my page up. It's not all that great right now because I just got it up, but um. I'm starting to get more in tune with my business. I like that. It's giving me more time to catch up on things I need to do and focus, refocus. Um, I ain't been as much of a couch potato as I would like because I'm an essential worker right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I am enjoying the downtime, though. But I, I was a cutting down because I guess the epidemic is going down business-wise, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not sure, but they're cutting hours and stuff at work, so I'm not there as much. But, um... I enjoy it. I'm starting to garden too. Something oh peaceful. God. I'm starting to find more things that I find more peaceful. Yeah. Like I feel I feel I tell you I feel bad if I'm not productive. Like I like laying around, but I have to do one productive thing a day. That's like my goal. Yeah. At least one productive thing. Yep, same here. I always try to do something productive, work on a list, work on write something up, like because we're never I mean, the chances of us getting a time like this again are just so slim and it's not for me. 
technically in my brain, my time is almost up because I get summers off anyway. So once June hits, I'm back on, quote unquote, my own time. Uh, so I need to definitely take advantage of the rest of this month. But me, I just like catching up on series. I've been watching The Shy, uh, Chicago PD, 911. Um, oh, we're catching up on Snowfall. We watched all, watched the, all the Snowfall. That was really good. Okay. We got it. I don't know how, but my boyfriend got the versions of all the, the uh, last dance, all the episodes. We got all of them. Huh. We watched all of them. Um, <laughs> they're really good, by the way. They are really motherfucking good. Um, we watched all the 30 for 30s, which is really good. Oh, Biff, that. have you have you ever seen Dark Side of the Ring? You told me about that last podcast or the one before that. Oh, I was watching then... some of it on YouTube, yo. You need to look at New Jack. Yeah, I know. That's what you told me. That's who I was looking at, yo. Forehead look <laughs> like taco meat. Man, that shit crazy. But uh, that one, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. I have cut down on my YouTube as much. But I've been watching uh, different people on YouTube. I want to go to, like, Asia and go get a pedicure done. Because they get, like, the ultimate. They get, like, all your ingrown, all the buildup. Like, yes. They fix if your shit curls or whatever, they will fix that shit for you. No, this is part of a regular pedicure with them. Like that's what I need in my life. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> now I'ma look that up on YouTube. Yeah, oh I see you some things best. Like this all of my algorithm, all of my feed and stuff now. Like some of that shit is amazing. Like you think American you know, some of the ways we do stuff is cool, but like looking at other cultures and the way they do it, how it's like painless and you would think it looks a little bit more primitive, but it works. Like, I don't I need, know. I need just... a pedicure. I'm going to do that when outside open back up. Me and my girl going to go get uh, Manny Petties. One of my stupid-ass governors opened up the damn state. With why, why are we at that motherfucking peak? Ooh. <laughs> I just don't I'm, fucking I'm, get I'm, it. Sorry, I mean, man. are we that broke? That you can't, like, you're getting that upset that people find unemployment, like. Biff, like we said on the last episode, there's more important things than living, okay? Yeah, you right. We gotta you get right. this just economy like, back on track for my kids. Just like wrestling is real and people are fake. Yeah. I'm telling But um, I want to thank all of you who listen. If you're part of the social media community sharing TV shows and things for people to watch, I appreciate y'all. I've picked up on a lot of good stuff. Um, I've kind of sunken back into humanity, and I've gotten a little bit more sensitive. The shy has really opened my eyes to, like, what <laughs> children go through, man. Like, it's crazy. I'm watching these three friends. One, you know, one who's going through a whole bunch of trauma at home, witness the murder. Another one's brother is, like, running the drug game and dragging him into it. And the other one, his parent, his dad's a preacher, and they're the best friends. And then they're three totally different lifestyles. And I'm like, damn, these kids are 12, 13 years old dealing with some of the worst issues you could have as a person. And none of them are being heard. No, there's they have no real help. It's like they're on their own. Like their parents are there, but they're not there. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Um, especially the one with the drug dealing brother. I'm like, God damn, bro. Like, that's the best you can do for your little brother? Like, you making money, send that send that young man somewhere else. You want him to grow up like you? 
Crazy. Like, but they addicted because they don't feel like there's nothing outside of their lifestyle that they can have. And that's crazy that, like, there's a young lady that I work with, and she told me she her goal was to live like white folks. And I was trying to get her to understand what? that it's black folks that live just as well or even better than some white folks that you know. True. But your goal should be just to be rich, not necessarily to live like white folks. You can't live and, like white, white folks unless you're white. <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Know, but, but it's just, that was just ingrained in her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Growing up, that's what they told her. You want to be like the white folks. Be like the white folks on the, you know, on the south side. Be like the white folks that live on the south side. Like, that's how she, that's what's so ingrained in her. She don't think it's nothing bigger than that. She don't, she didn't know that there's money's bigger than any color. Exactly. Green beats everything. But because it's so ingrained in her that they, all she sees is the nice houses on the south side of this little town, and she thinks that's the best she can do. Yeesh. And so that's that's her goal. And that's how it is for the kids in other cities. They feel like this is all I can, you know, this is all I see. This is the best I can do. And it, it gets ingrained in them, and I hate it because it's a cycle that you got to kill, but it's just, ooh. You know, it's a vicious cycle because that's a way of thinking. It is not something physically you just change. That's true, Biff. Y'all listening? Y'all getting these gems right now? We got more. Know. We got more gems for y'all. Biff, <laughs> what in the heck did I just? Um. Wow. Just don't tell me you didn't record none of it. No, 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 no. I'm recording. I scrolled on Instagram and saw a couple of things. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jim Jones is a quarantine fitness trainer. All right. Um, oh, wow. Wow. Biff, what is one of your bad or, and I posted this in my, on my Facebook status. What's one of your bad or worst habits that you're, that you've transformed and curved to something positive or still curving to something positive? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want me, I can go first if you need to think. Yeah, you go ahead and think about that. Um, this is something I've worked on since I've gotten older. And I basically said on Facebook, I was like, one of my, I like things. I like tangible things. Um, even since I was a kid, I just like tangible things. I like to have stuff. I still have stuff that I haven't even opened yet. And even like as my, as a DJ, I have two DJ mixers. I lied. I have three DJ mixers. I only use one. I have four turntables. I haven't used any of them, really. Like, I have a bunch of shit. What I've learned to do is stop putting my money into things. Because I, I like having something to show for my money, if that makes sense, instead of growing my money. So one of the things that I've curved that with is, one, investing in the stock market, which I preached about about two episodes ago. Go listen to that. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. That's one. Two... There's a company, they're going to get a free plug right now. But I keep seeing these ads for Acre Gold. And I don't know if y'all have heard of them, but basically a subscription company where you can pay either $30 or $50 a month. And once the amount that you've put in equals to the uh, the price of a two and a half ounce bar of gold is at the time, because gold, the price of gold fluctuate. Once it hits that threshold, they send you the bar of gold. Anything left over goes towards the next bar. So... I'm still getting something tangible. It's feeding my little craving for something tangible, but it's also something that's an investment because gold is going to have value, you know? So um, instead of buying little dumb stuff, I'm just trying to put my money 
to use. I'm trying to put it into things that are going to grow it and increase it instead of waste it. Um, that's one of my, that's one of the biggest things that I've done. Even like when I get ready to buy something, like I want to buy a Ninja Foodie pressure cooker air fryer. I do, <laughs> but I'm waiting because I'm like, that joint costs $300-ish. So I'm like, let me let me wait. I was like, is there anything more important? I still want to get this mixer for the podcast. So it's like I'm I'm taking my time to really look at what am I buying? Why am I buying it? How is it going to serve me? And is it worth it right now? That's the hardest thing. It's not about, well, I got it. I should do it. I can do it. I'm independent. You only live once. Yeah, that you only live once shit get old when your ass broke. Um, okay. <laughs> that shit get old. That's, that's just... To me, that's an excuse for, that's an excuse someone uses on themselves to justify making a bad decision, a bad financial decision. But I digress. But that's what I've done. So I do want to challenge y'all, and Biff, you still going to go. I know you're already thinking. I do want to challenge <laughs> y'all. We do want to challenge y'all to do that, man. Think of a bad habit you have or something you do and try to curve it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still doing the same thing. I'm still spending. I'm still, the money is still leaving. I'm still getting something tangible. But it's an investment, not something that's just going to sit. What about you, Biff? Um, You know what? I changed my way of thinking. Um, I used to be uh, depressed. Well, I do have depressive episodes, but I used to be stuck in the way you're thinking. And so uh, I used to always get caught caught up in being negative. And so I learned to be like, okay, something negative happened, but what was the positive that came out of it? So, like, today I kept dropping uh, products at work. And I was like, you know what? I just laughed at myself. It's Monday. I'm still here. I'm breathing. I can't complain. I got a job. And I left it at that. But you would have caught me maybe a year or two ago. I would have been huffing and puffing, crying, ready to, like, fuck this shit, fuck this job, fuck all it, fuck fucking customers, fuck everybody. Like, you know, I would have been caught, I would have caught up in the, my own circle. I get caught up in my own self. And so I'm learning not to get caught up in my own self and starting to look at other things from another perspective before I go huffing and puffing. Or if I do huffing and puff, I make sure, you know, what I feel is exactly what I feel. So if I feel it 24 hours later, then I'm going to address it. But if I'm mad in the moment and then tomorrow I'm just kind of like, fuck it, it's whatever, then I leave it alone. Mm. So it's part of part of growth. Yeah, y'all, your life, believe it or not, oh, shit. Your life gets a lot better when you change your mindset the way Biff has. That's the way that I think. Always look for the positive because negative shit going to happen. It's going to oh, happen to everybody. All the people you see smiling, cheesing, flashing money, cars, gold, women. They got problems, too. I they promise fucking lying. you. <laughs> they fucking lying. Everybody got issues. But the best yeah. thing is, well, even with me, you know, from the outside looking in, you think everything's perfect, which is how it's supposed to be. You know, don't let nobody in your house. Right. You know, they ain't supposed to know all your business. But don't don't think that ain't nobody ain't got no issues. Everyone has issues, issues everywhere. Yeah. It's all about how you deal with them and how you move forward. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you go through a long stretch of them. Biff is the go back and listen to our episodes. Biff is <laughs> damn near the spokesperson for the string. I mean, I've been the spokesperson for the string of issues back to back to back. But you got to keep working at them. You know what I'm saying? Keep yeah, and I'm just them. now I'm just now getting out of that little <laughs> string of issues of funk. So 
you know, keep chunking, keep pushing. Like, that shit fucking sucks. That motherfucking sucks. But once you get out of it, you feel so much better. You understand you're so much stronger than what you thought you was. Like, there's situations that you ain't going to doubt yourself no more because you done been, you know, in worse situations. So you like, I got this shit. You become more confident about yourself. But you also learn. I learned a whole lot this past year. The do's and don'ts of life, you know, the do's and don'ts of who to fuck with, who not to fuck with, what type of friends you need, what type of friends you don't need, you know, what type mm. of support you need, what type of support you don't need, you know, um, what's toxic, what's not toxic, learning to recognize, you know, everybody that said it for you ain't for you. Mm. And, you know, you have to understand and, you know, you got to learn to understand and pick and choose. Like, it's hard. But as you grow older, you really got to pick and choose because a lot of people are not for you. They just with you. And speaking of things that are for you, have you thought about starting a podcast or have you started a podcast and not show your direction? (laughs) 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 Well, let me tell you about the podcast like a pro webinar. We're doing a live webinar on the 7th. That will be tomorrow when y'all are hearing this is tomorrow at 7 p.m it is only 20 dollars to register we're going to go over finding your niche learning the equipment developing your audience advertising opportunities marketing structuring a whole bunch of information on how you can get your podcast started or if you already have a podcast and you're a few episodes in how to strengthen your foundation so you can move forward and be successful with your podcast I'll be joined by Natasha Carter of the HBCU podcast. The registration link will be in the description. It's also in the group on Facebook from my experience podcast. That's all we got for y'all. I just wanted to throw that plug in there because Biff just threw that alley-oop. Biff, you got anything else for the people? I was having a mommy moment. Um, No, um, I want you guys to keep doing what you're doing. Keep your head up. Keep pushing. Keep trucking. I'm proud of each and every one of you, especially if you're black. You especially keep uh keep your head up, keep pushing. Um, it's not too much I have to add this week. I'm just very proud of everybody. Um, I'm trying to send lots of love, so if you can send lots of love my way, also. Um, rest in peace, P. I miss you. I'm having a hard day without you. Um, I think that's pretty much it on my side. All right, y'all. You already know. FME podcast one at gmail.com or from my experience podcast at gmail.com if you want to get at us FME underscore podcast on Instagram the from my experience podcast group on Facebook if you want to join the community and join the conversation and again the registration link for the podcast like a pro webinar that is happening May 7th at 7 will be in the description and we'll catch y'all next time peace peace